gone a little while <laughs> we've been on a little hiatus we're not sorry but we do recognize it we do recognize it <laughs> and we're gonna try our best to get back on that show pony and give you the rodeo of your life unless jeep ends up in berlin in november in which case well we said we'd try well i'm subletting my room so if anybody wants to hit me up um let's like hop right in onto the gape down because we've been gone a lot a lot has happened too much has happened too much has happened beginning and ending with eczema on my penis um which is honestly fucking insane it's insane too because like i've probably only ever had eczema one other time in my life like i don't have chronic eczema and so for a flare-up to happen and it to be on my love maker it's just <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see my face but when he said lovemaker my jaw just dropped this is why we have to start making video content we do unfortunately we totally do little do you all know we really do do this live um maybe not live but certainly as off close the, as it gets to live off baby. the cuff yeah <laughs> and by live we mean Simply not at all. Minimal. Um, <laughs> anyway, I have lots to report. Um, I'm going to start with the fact that I had sex with the COO of Nasty Pig. Um, and I'm actively seeking advice on how to turn that into a sponsorship. Because try to pick a better sponsor for us than Nasty Pig. Nasty Pig would be an incredible sponsor, and I want to push my favorite product of theirs, their play sheets. Play sheets? They have these, like, ugh, I can't even describe the material. It's like Is plastic, it latex silicone, and you put it over your bed and you just get right to it. And if I went to someone's house and they had play sheets, I would leave. That is so fucking... I've seen those. I don't think I've ever had sex on them. Because, first of all, it just, like... I actually don't understand them conceptually because i'm like this is more irritating than sheets i mean like i think it's for people who are gonna have like shit lube piss like blah blah blah, blah etc fluids all over the bed and, and they, they want to be like in the fluid i mean like, like would you rather that or a tarp no, I'd rather just a sheet that I put in the washing machine afterward. I mean, but that shit soaks through into the mattress. It, I mean, if, how much are you peeing? I, I, it's not me who's peeing. It's <laughs> I certainly don't pee. I've never peed in my life. Girls don't pee. Girls don't pee. Girls don't pee. Um, no, but I do want to say the most nasty pig thing about the CEO of Nasty Pig. It's like, we had really good, like dom daddy sex and it was at like eight in the morning which like if you know me like eight in the morning i live to like wake up to like a 7 30 a.m grinder message where someone's trying to plow me before they go to work it's the only it, I, the, i'll have my most productive days because i get out of bed i've already orgasmed and it's nine in the morning and I'm not even home. Went and sat at a cafe, knocked out a bunch of work, had a great time. It was fucking amazing. That, um, I don't, oh God, when <laughs> I wake up, I'm disheveled. I'm not going to put on makeup for that. Like that's not happening no, for me. No, it's also like I always shit right when I wake up. So it's the perfect, it's honestly the perfect time to bottom. There's just like, it's just like God calling me, calling my hole. God really. beckoning you to please this man. Exactly. But, um, Anyway, the thing is, the most, like, nasty pig thing about him was we had really good sex, and I was like, can I get your number? And he was like, I have a boyfriend, and I was like, I'm literally just trying to fuck. Like, I literally don't even know your name, dude. Like, obviously, like, don't flatter yourself. And then he goes, I prefer to keep things on Grinder." And if that is, like, not the most nasty pig thing you've ever fucking heard, like, then I don't know what is. I, you know, it's funny that you say that because, like, I also, like, don't really like exchanging numbers that often unless I'm, like, we're going to fuck again. But even if we are going to fuck again, like, I'd rather just keep things, like, on Snapchat, on, which, hold on, T-pause. Snapchat <laughs> when people are, like, 
when a 30 something year old man is like, you got Snapchat. I'm like, literally, no, like literally, no, I don't fucking have Snapchat. I'm an adult. Like, okay. But insane. you do have snap. You use Snapchat. Like, I mean, like I do still have it on my I phone. I don't have Snapchat. It's a, it's, it's a chronic deal breaker for me. It's like people ask for a snap and I say, I don't have snap and they'll stop messaging me. Stop. But like, this stop. is, this is my thing about snap. My thing about grinder is it's like, it's just like the least committal form of communication. And I just like, no, it literally is. No, I'm not disagreeing, but can I, can I just got another tea pause. Another tea pause. I want to circle back Already to him being Already at two like, tea pauses. <clears throat> so I want much to circle back to him pause. being like, oh, like I only keep things on Grinder. I want to poo-poo that for a second, even though I was just agreeing about that. But I'm no, gonna, please. 180. Poo-poo it. Because that man was like, ugh, this faggot's in love with me and he's obsessed with me and like he's going to blow up my spot and like blow up my phone and I can't let that happen, et cetera, et cetera. Because I feel like, I mean, that happens to me a lot where like are used to where I was like, oh, like, like I would love to like see you again. I'm like, let's fuck again. Like, blah, blah, blah. Can I get your number? And they're like, I don't do. I literally had a guy tell me. God, who was it? It was so recent. He was the country bumpkin that oh, I fucked. Oh, right, 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 right. The country bumpkin who was like, I don't do numbers. I'm like, you don't do numbers. I told you I have a boyfriend that I'm not trying to, I'm just trying to fuck. Like, what are you? No, that's what I'm saying. First of all, it's giving like closeted tees, which closeted I don't love. Tees. It's giving closeted tees. But also it's like, it's just, it's so noncommittal. And it's just like, it just like, it was like such a turnoff. I actually haven't messaged him since because it's like, it just tells me like, you don't have this like basic level of like, or like respect for communication as something yes. owed to people yes. that you're intimate with, even if it's just sex. That's like, I'm not interested because like the thing about Grindr is it's socially acceptable on that online community to totally just ignore someone's message. And that's less acceptable when you text them, right? So being texted means you actually have, like you're more, incl- you're more, um, compelled to confront the reality of this person trying to get a hold of you absolutely and that's why i don't fucking like it i fucking hated it and i feel like a lot of these men both gay and straight develop these like crazy god complexes where they're like oh if i give this person my personal information like i reiterating my point like they're gonna blow up my spot because they're obsessed with me because this is something we wanted to talk about later in the episode is that all these men Oh fuck! I lost train of thought. Just completely. What was I? What was I going with this? Honestly, it's okay because we have so much to cover, and we've really <laughs> milked. We've really milked this one for all it's worth. I do want to <laughs> drop really quick that I had like my actual dream threesome the other day with these two beautiful men. It was like the perfect scenario. I'd hooked up with both of them previously, and had wanted to hook up with both of them again for like like so long. Like had just like been waiting to hear from them. Very elusive, and then weirdly enough both of them message me they're together they're hanging out they realize they've both fucked me and they're like let's have a threesome and it was fucking insane they both came inside me twice that's four fucking loads one threesome and a la allergy season while getting throat fucked you said you've never experienced this but i really like want to hear from the culture like i'm getting throat fucked while getting fucked in the ass and so I gag and when I gag I cough and obviously because I coughed I like pooped out the other dick so it was like <laughs> kind of a logistical nightmare I mean whatever I obviously managed to milk those loads so like I mean like I through, have but, like, had a, a, a pee pee in my mouth and a panini in my press at the same time but I've never like coughed the dick. I never expelled the dick from my body. Pause. What did you just say? You know damn well what I just fucking said. I said a pee pee in my mouth and a panini in my press. Oh my fucking <laughs> God. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, go do a little at home experiment. If you ever have to poop, just go sit on the toilet and cough. See what happens. See what fucking happens. And then you'll understand. Um, my final update before we jump to Jeep is... Wait, hold on. I want to know a little bit more about this three-way a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, where, like... Oh, never mind. I'm like, do I want to know more about this three-way? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I you forgot really the just, question I was going to ask. You I'm, like, batting a thousand it. tonight. I just had a lot of soup. <laughs> You're... Batting a thousand would be perfect. You're batting, like, zero. Oh, I thought batting a thousand was, like... Oh, right, because you're batting and hitting a right. thousand yeah. things. Yeah, no. Ah, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, no, sports. <laughs> T-sports. 
<laughs> G-sports. T-ball. T-ball. It's actually trans, trans ball. ball. That's, it's made for Let's join a T-ball league. Like you, me, and 65-year-olds. I love that. 60 dash five-year-olds. So we are just captains of a little league team. That would be amazing. That'd be horrible. No, what if we held like a queer T-ball league? That'd be cute for like, for like girls, gays, and they's who don't know how to play sports. Yeah. And for about 20 minutes. And then it'd be like, oh my God, get me out of here. Literally but 20 minutes. outfitting, like that, we could, that could be cunt. That could be cunt. That could I, be cunt. I can get into that. That could be Gagina. <laughs> okay, my final update, just because I do want to let the pod know, um, things with the nurse are going really well. Um, so much so that it's making me nervous because I think a lot of other things in my life, not to get into specifics, aren't going so well. Um which is really like sort of my attitude to this episode. Um, gaslighting is one of our topics today, but I want to preface it by reminding all of you that sometimes you're your biggest gaslighter. Like I am sitting here constantly when, you know, he's not texting me back immediately or, you know, there's some sort of snafu or like rupture in like the plans we've made. I'm immediately assuming he's ghosting me or like he's losing interest or like X, Y, or Z is happening. And it's like, all, he, I, he has given me no evidence to ever assume that's happening. And what I'm doing is projecting my insecurities onto his behavior and his personality. And it's, you know, a lot of like active work of like pulling yourself out of that and like, you know, zooming out and like contextualizing that insecurity within, you know, your larger history of dating. And also for me, the sort of immediate context of like my life sort of feeling off kilter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and well, that's something you really got to fucking work on. Cause every other day Reese is FaceTiming me like, Oh my God, like what am I going to do? Like he oh didn't text God, me right away or he's me. busy at work. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I literally am doing that. No, it's so bad. Um, having too much time on your hands will do that, but this is as much a note to self as it is to our listeners. Never forget that one of the, the things that makes gaslighting so difficult is you do constantly have to be interrogating if you're doing it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Jeep, what's your gape down? My gape down? Oh, God, geez Louise. It's been a whirlwind of the past, like, few weeks that we've been away. <laughs> um, I think one standout moment for me was, so I hooked up with this, like, daddy off-field, We've talked about Veal before. It's one of my favorite new dating apps. And I just want to reiterate, like, amazing, because I've literally only ever met one person off-field ever. I mean, I, like, don't use it anymore. It's effectively defunct on my phone because it's been so ineffective. And it was a horrible date. Oh, I'm flourishing on field. I'm meeting, like, fucked up hot people, like, daddies, people my age. Like, it's really, it's the base of needs. It's the moment for femmes. (laughs) It's the moment. (laughs) And F is for femmes. Field is for femmes. But <coughs> basically, like, his name on the field was King Daddy. I can love that. Cannot for the life of me remember his actual name. Nor should you. Um, he, we did exchange numbers. We did. Love that. And he was in town for a cryptocurrency convention. <laughs> love that. You did not tell me that. He it just really sets the tone for this man's personality. And I want to know if there's a correlation between anarcho libs and like Dom Daddies, because the answer is yes. He's like six five and has this giant octopus back piece. I really thought you were gonna say octopus cock. No, it's just <laughs> fully It had eight tentacles and it just wrapped me up. I mean, love. <laughs> I'm going to tell my kids this was Squid Game. This this is Squid Game. <laughs> um, have you, you haven't seen Squid Game yet. And, uh, and ladies and gentlemen, nor will I. You know what? It's it, it, another tea pause. Third tea pause of the night. You need, you need to watch it. It's okay. really good. Three tea pauses and you're out. <laughs> Back to sports. But also, no, I don't need to watch it because, A, I'm waiting for the better translation, which apparently because the translation was so botched, Netflix is issuing a new one. Oh, they're going to issue a new translation. Yeah, okay, which that's is cool. Fair. And second, it's kind of like what's that piece about, like, the bad art friend on New York Times doing numbers or whatever? I just, like, can't. It's like 
flying too close to the sun. I can't get like this close to the zeitgeist when there's like all these hot takes and like all this stuff coming out because it makes it like it makes it impossible to enjoy. Like, first of all, there's just like this natural tendency of mine to just like if someone's like, watch it, watch it, watch it. I'm just like not going to fucking watch it. Yeah, because I that's piss so you fucking off. annoying. And you're welcome. <laughs> like, But also because it's like now I can just like watch it like one or two months from now and just like be like, yes, I enjoyed that and not like feel like swept up in this like need to have a hot take. I don't feel like I need to have a hot take. I'm just enjoying because if this was Squid Games, one of us is dying, and it's not me. It's absolutely you. It's not me. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Back at the ranch, so like King Daddy, it's like five a.m. or so, and I'm just getting home from the night. I put and I sweats. don't like morning sex. Okay, <laughs> I was up from the night before. That doesn't count. And so I put on, ironically, my boyfriend's hoodie and got to his place, his hotel room at the Pod Hotel. Nightmare. Nightmare of a hotel. Nightmare of a hotel. And here's the thing. I am into, like, Dom Daddy, Little Girl, like, whatever. That stuff is hot. I, I'm into that. Mm-hmm. But it gets to a point where I'm like, I need some Christian sex to balance it out. Oh, For my me God. personally. Because Cannot relate. Sometimes I'm just like, it's not that I felt dirty after that sex. It's just like, it started with him giving me like a list of, I wouldn't quite say demands as they were suggestions. Such as, I want you to pretend like you forgot your birth control. (laughs) And I want you to come to me and be like, I forgot to take my birth control today. Like, please don't come inside me, daddy. And he wants to, like, quote unquote, like, forcibly come inside me. Hot. Literally. Or whatever. And get me pregnant with his Jewish babies because we're both Jewish. That was a huge ah, thing for him. No, no, he, no, 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 he, no, Like, a huge part of his attraction to me was not just the transness, but more so the Jewishness. Forced knock-up of Jewish woman. Like, and wh- how many porn? How many Pornhub results is that going to pull I up? I think the worst spin of the whole night was, like, I was telling him, because, like, he has a specific facial structure that I've always found very attractive. And, like, a... A predominant suborbital lobe, like <laughs> <laughs> suborbital ridge, a predominant suborbital ridge, like kind of smaller eyes. Like I've always been very attracted to that look ever since I was younger. I'm and picturing the villain from uh, the Minions movies. Have you seen Virgin Suicides? No. Okay. So the, if you've seen Virgin Suicides, a very similar face to Trip Fontaine. <laughs> and um, I mentioned that to him and he said, oh, it's because I'm Israeli. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, I want you to pretend like I'm your Israeli soldier tonight. Oh, no, 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 baby girl. No. I do not need propaganda while I'm getting fucked. I don't. <laughs> I really like, don't. We, we can do the like Jewish procreation thing. I'm not here for the Zionism. Yeah, I'm really absolutely not. Like, I'm I, here for cock, not Zion. No, literally like, babe, let's keep this out of the bedroom. And so... He's also, like, and I will say I do love this. I do love a growl in bed. Mm. I love when guys, like, kind of, like, growl and get really into it. And I growl when I'm topping, and honestly, it makes me think I'm hot. One of the few times I'm just, like, self-actualizing. It makes me think I'm hot. It makes the bottom a little wary. Um, He's loving it currently. He's loving it currently. Fair. But... All in all, it was a pretty, like, decent experience until the next day he texted me and he was like, are we pregnant yet? And of course, I respond with, I feel it kicking. Because there's, like, no... What else am I going to say? What else am I going to say? Okay, see, I mean, you're, like, painting this picture, but, like, I think that's hot. Like, I like when, post facto, like, a man wants to, like... Just, like, nudge the fantasy, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, like, for me, it's, like, a very fun way of, like, demonstrating continued interest without there being, like, any misconceptions that it's anything other than sex. 
The thing is, he is a Zionist. It, yes, and <laughs> yes, and circling back to numbers, he's like he texted me recently, and he because I was like, "How often are you in the city?" He's like, "Almost never." He lives in Long Island, and I was just like, "Okay, fine. Like, I'm just never gonna see him again. That's like totally whatever for me." But he was like. I can like drive you out to Long Island. You can come stay with me for the weekend. No. He's like, or I can get us a hotel and we can like go somewhere. And I'm like, I have a boyfriend. I love him with all my fucking heart. Like it, I love him so much. It hurts. And it's just like, I am not looking for that kind of intimacy with people. I'm just not. I mean, to his credit, I don't think that necessarily has to be, intimacy but i feel like, like there's a ba- you have a boundary you have a boundary him driving me to long island to spend the weekend with him or the him weekend that's crazy but the like getting a hotel to, room and like having getting a, a hotel fast. room for an for like an evening or for like a moment that's one thing but right. he said i can get us a hotel room somewhere and we can spend the weekend oh nar. and i'm like no 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 um he has been like texting me things like that and I'm just like I, I I'm ignoring them at this point like I'm just like I'm I'm I don't feel like I need to explain myself I told you I had a boyfriend right I told you I'm off limits I know you miss me because I am incredible <laughs> but the, I need to establish those boundaries the best thing to do is nothing and then about a week after that I I was at Mad Tropical it's a really like what a, I've I've done stand can't believe there. you admitted that <laughs> It's just like a whatever bar. Like I've done stand up there. I've never been there dancing until that one time. Honestly, the disco that night was really sick. So I I wasn't that mad. Love that but what for I was you. mad about was this finance guy was buying my friend and I drinks, and he was like macking on me like insanely hard. Like you're so beautiful. Like I was overhearing your conversation and like trans women are real women like blah 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 blah. i'm like okay thank you like i didn't ask but i'll do this tequila soda and run with it we love performative Um, uh allyship he was like following me around and i was like i'll meet you on the dance floor later and so i just went off with my friends found me on the dance floor we were chit-chatting again and we were just chit-chatting i wasn't reciprocating flirtation i wasn't even touching him i was just like being whatever and i was being really nice and then he was complimenting my vibes and i was like i love which is don't compliment my vibe. Uh, wait, like he said, I love your vibe. He's like, I loved your vibe. Keep the like, V word out of your goddamn mouth, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and it gets no, a little like hazy, but then he says to me, unprompted, he's like, oh, by the way, like, like I'm not trying to fuck you or anything. Like, I'm not gay. And I'm like, didn't ask. First of all, and like having sex with a trans woman like doesn't make you gay. He's like, I don't see how that doesn't make me gay, but like whatever. Blah, Did blah, he blah. not just say trans women or, or women? women? Yeah, I know. And so like it was just like this weird back and forth, and then we had this weird, this weird interaction of discussion that just got more and more uncomfortable and more and more transphobic. And then I finally was just like, listen, if you're attracted to me and you don't know how to handle it, that's still my problem. <laughs> and then he kind of like it was like. Ugh. And I walked away and then he, his friends were like whispering in his ear and they were staring at me all night and like following me around the dance floor. And it was so uncomfortable. Horrible. It was so awful. And then I, I got home and then there was this, (laughs) I have a thing for finance boys. This other, this other finance boy I lived in my neighborhood came over and like consoled me. I'm going to put you in the corner. (laughs) But this other finance boy was amazing. He went to Syracuse. He was super sweet. He had a beautiful pee-pee. And we had the Christian sex that I've been looking for. Like, nice, simple, to the point, passionate. Like, you have an incredible eloquence for describing boring sex. (laughs) It's just, like, there's a... And I wouldn't say it was boring because, like, there was such a connection. Don't you get enough of this from your boyfriend? I guess not as of late. Well, yeah. My boyfriend's been incapacitated for the past, like, month and a half because her herniated disc exploded in his back. And it's honestly been super tragic and super stressful. And, like, I don't want to get into it. But he did just have surgery and he is recovering. So we're, like, on the up. We're on the upswing. But this Syracuse boy, he... There's a difference 
when you call an older man daddy and someone who's your age daddy. Do you agree? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> why, why, why do you disagree? Because I guess because for me, like, there is something just it, – it's probably Freudian, whatever, but there's something so sexy about calling someone daddy or being called daddy. Some of the hottest experiences I've had ever actually have been, like, when I'm hooking up with, like, a bottom who's, like, four or five years older than me, and they start calling me daddy. Like, mm-hmm. when – because there's something about, like – the dat the phrase transcending age and it just immediately because it immediately then represents it's not about the age then it's about power and that, that is so hot because it's like that person is really like submitting to the power dynamic that's happening and it tells me also that like not only am I in charge but they're enjoying it and what I what the thing about the age difference for me is that calling the 25-year-old finance boy daddy felt fun. It feels playful. It feels like a bit. It feels like a performance. It feels campy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? It feels no, sweet. Well, it feels campy? To me, it feels campy. <laughs> and that's erotic? Where uh, Way more erotic to me than when I'm like, with someone who's like 30, 40, whatever, I'm calling them daddy because like it's not campy. The power trip is like really in your head right now. So what you're, you're saying is person. like your the power dynamics are different. So what you're saying is your sex has to be camp. <laughs> yeah. Or somewhat <laughs> yes. like delusional, like or detached from like it's too real when they're like 40 years old and you're calling them daddy because like. I he guess could be daddy. Real could be a way of describing it as especially because like I have a decent relationship with my father. Like I love him. Like I feel like we've really come like I'm an artist because of him. You know what I mean? Like I, I have a great relationship with my dad overall. Mm-hmm. And like so like the daddy power dynamics thing feels different when it's someone older. When because like when the older people get off to it. They're, like, expecting it. They're dominating you. They're taking control of you. Whereas, like, I feel like daddy was someone my age or younger. It's, like, I'm still the one that's in charge. I still have the power of the enemy because I'm older and I'm more sexually experienced. Maybe not sexually experienced, but, like, I'm older. I have more – I have – how do I word that? You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but I feel like it's just, like, that just, like – I feel like if you were to actually – exhaustively explore like every interaction where you've called someone daddy like that actually probably wouldn't hold true because like I feel like like I fucked dudes who are like five years younger than me and they've called me daddy and it's been just as hot as like when I fuck someone I'm not saying it's hotter if it's not hotter I'm saying I feel and this might just be a me thing uh-huh. Ooh, pardon me a little gassy <laughs> from the soup tea um. gas <laughs> not that we've even touched on our theme today <laughs> not yet but I think my point is, like, I personally feel way more comfortable and it feels more fun to call someone daddy who's my age. And I think, you know what? I think that might be because, like, I'm in a period of my life in my, like, discovering my transition, discovering my identity, like, what this all means, where I feel like I have um, discovered a sense of regress uh, youth. Oh my God, that's not the word I'm thinking. What's the phrase? Um, no, like, um, What's the oh, phrase? arrested development. Kind of like arrested development. A yeah. Bit, yeah. Where I really want to play out these like teenage fantasies that I never got to experience when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of why I long for people my age, not necessarily people younger than me. Cause like, I don't have time to teach someone how to suck dick. Like that's not like, no, no, thank you. Nar. Like, no, thank you. Know what you're doing. But, like, I like to interact with people who I consider my peers. I like when I'm having sex, even if I'm being, quote, unquote, dominated or there's, like, a a daddy, like, daddy-daughter thing going on. I still want there to be a sense of equality. I still want to feel like I'm in charge. See, that's so funny because, like, for me, it's, like, 
it is the opposite. Like, if I'm really gunning to have, like, daddy sex, it's, like, I want that dude to be 10 years older than me and able to completely overpower me. Like, or, like, sometimes vice versa. Like, I, if I'm going to, like, really in a mood to be, like, a dom daddy, like, I want to fuck a 20-year-old who I have, like, 15 pounds on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I think, like, all... Like, and you know what? And, like, I don't mean to, like, get dark or anything. And I'm, oh, I'm going to, like... <laughs> Preface, like, I have an amazing relationship with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like uh, maybe this has something to do with my experience of sexual assault. Maybe, yeah. I mean, also, I mean, it's so... You pointed out so many things, too, right? Because it's, like... There's, like, the transition, so a lot of it is, like, exploratory, and things, when they feel exploratory, are definitely easy with people who feel like your peers. Like, there is also, like, that history you point to that I can't necessarily speak to, right? And then there's also just at the end of the day, like, you're an individual, and sexuality is complex and amorphous, and, like, we can have these, like, totally diametrically opposed, like, desires for like a certain yeah. kind of kink and they're both equally valid and i want to i want to leak this into my last update of the gave down for me is that i recently had gay sex for the first time in a very long time with with someone who wasn't my boyfriend i like didn't have hair and makeup on this person has never seen me as a woman and i haven't had good gay sex in ages like ages it just hasn't happened and this was great and this guy was a little bit older he didn't he hates being called daddy (laughs) he's got like 150 pounds on me like this guy was enormous like built like huge like it was great we had we had incredible chemistry my point is though two things one there was a sense of equality in the sex that we were having, even though, like, he was in charge and, like, he was kind of, like, tossing me around like a goddamn uh, crash doll. test dummy. Yeah. <laughs> I still felt like, like, there was one point where he was like, no, I want to fuck you how you want me to fuck you. And I was like, damn right you do. And I think all you're saying is you're just, like, not that sub. I'm not. I'm not. I'm switchy. I really am switchy. Like, I can be sub, but I'm not. I'm a I'm a power bot. <laughs> yeah, you're not swi- you're not even that switchy. I mean, you can be. We've talked about this. Like yeah, you can, can be, be switchy. Very dumb. But like that's like yeah, it's just like what you tend toward. But what I want to close this what I want to close this segment with is that having sex as a man and having sex as a woman are two completely different experiences. And I'm trying to discover which one feels more comfortable. And I feel like having sex as a woman feels so much more natural to me. But I feel less safe, if that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. I feel, well, two things. One, dysphoric, because, like, as most of us know, I wear a wig. And, like, the last thing I need is to get scalped by accident while I'm getting <laughs> So you know how many times I Not have Not last of the Mohicans <laughs> in the bedroom. <laughs> I know how often. <laughs> It's, like, so awkward when I have to be, like, oh, by the way, like, this is a wig because a lot of people can't quite tell. She's not the best wig. She's from AliExpress. But let me tell you, she's not that spookable. She might be right now. She's not that what? Spookable. Spookable? It's, like, being clocked. Oh. Yeah. New T-word. T-words. Um, <laughs> T-pauses and T-ball <laughs> and T-words. <laughs> but I... Oh my god! The worst thing is like when you're sweaty, the wig glue gives up. You lean back, and the whole thing just like slides like, back, um, and I have to like adjust it back. It's down. giving um, material fecal. Like, have you seen them on Instagram? The what? The two like non-binary people who like have like insane foreheads because they've shaved like their hairline. Oh, back. I've seen that look. They look I've like aliens. Look. They're insane. We'll link, we're going to link them and the dick inside butt porn, which we'll hopefully eventually get to in the description <laughs> of this episode. Um, this has been an incredibly long gape down, but it's because we had a lot to share with you. Uh, maybe this will be like a longer episode than normal. Maybe we'll like, we'll maybe we'll tease an hour. Let's see what happens. Let's tease we're just it, baby. Freaky with it. But anyway, finally time to move on to the theme of this episode, which is gas. We're talking about gas lighting, gas in the bedroom, gassing people up. And uh, pretty much everything in between. As far as gaslighting goes, um, Jeep, introduce your debate. 
before I introduce the debate, I just want to say I am so susceptible to being gaslit. I this is true. This is so, so hard. True. I feel like I've gotten <laughs> so much better since my youth, but God damn it! Like, Wait, this is an improved state. This is this is the improved state. Oh Let me tell you, this is the improved state. Literally. Yikes. A boy, when I was, like, just, like, and by younger, I mean, like, like three months ago. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> okay. you look at me the wrong way. And I'm, like, oh, my God, like, is he flirting with me? Like, oh, my God, he's in love with me. Like, oh, my God, this is going to happen. Like, last, like, this week at Twins, the hot bartender was, like, are you a regular at, like, this so-and-so bar? Like, I think I've seen you out. And I'm, like, no. Like, I got that a lot. I don't. <laughs> I don't get you look familiar a lot because I have a very distinct, I look different than other people. I'm different. I'm different. And I turned to my friend. I was like, was he totally hitting on me? And everyone's like, probably not. No. <laughs> okay. So when you mean like you are in an improved state, you mean from like three days ago? Yeah. From like three days ago. It's just like, I just, I don't it's know. So it's so good to watch you grow. And <laughs> my debate is that I feel, I argue that, if words of affirmation is one of your top love languages, you are more susceptible to being gaslit. I'm not saying it's like, I'm not saying you're constantly getting a gaslit. I'm just saying that you, it's easier to trick you because hearing what you want to hear. I see that argument, but I feel like I disagree because I think it's just as likely that if your language is words of affirmation, especially if you are, an avid listener of this podcast and you are aware of your love languages, then like you're also like you know what you want to hear, but you also know when you want to hear it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's like on fucking F boy Island, which we're going to be talking about momentarily oh, are we when talk about fucking <laughs> Nakia is getting fed by OG Jared, all this like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And it's like, he never grounds what he says. He's like, I just see a future with you. He never grounds it. in like what's happening in the present. He never taught. He never demonstrates any like discreet knowledge about who she is. Right. He knows nothing about her political or religious views. He knows nothing about like what's important to her. He doesn't even know if she has like a traditional nuclear family. Right. Like, and she points this out yet. She still falls susceptible to him being like, I'm just so in love with you. Like I see a future with you. Like we just get each other. We're going to build each other up. Right. All things like words of affirmation in a way, Mm -hmm. but like they're not linked to like, serious critical and like interpersonal engagement and so i do think that there are a lot of people who their language is words of affirmation and because of that they are more aware of like the fact that like the things you want to hear have to be linked to like a demonstration of like knowledge about who you are i disagree disagree. says the most gullible bitch in the room There's only two bitches in the room, but if there were 50, she'd still be the most gullible bitch in the room. I would be, because it's not that I'm gullible, it's that I trust people. Tell me the difference. (laughs) I'm not going to. (laughs) But my point is, like, and, you know, speaking of F-Boy Island, I want to talk about Sarah. Is that her name? Sarah, the blonde one? Such an idiot. Oh, my God. Like, shout out. Okay, shout out to the show for two reasons. Incredible, like, representation for poc in that show and the white girl was the dumb one like so dumb she so dumb watching her just like just like eat out of the palm of garrett's hand here's the thing here's the thing i we all knew we all knew right from the get-go because he basically announced in confessional that he was an f-boy yeah we knew that a b she should have fucking known that because there's no absolute way in holy hell the shit that he was spewing wasn't like just something he's regurgitated on all of the other I know before. that's the thing that was so embarrassing is like he was gaslighting her, right? Like making her doubt the reality of like her situation with that other dude and also the reality of like who he is as a person. But the worst part is not he wasn't doing a good job of it like it was so fucking obvious that so he was obvious. just manipulating her and the dude what was his name josh the other guy gray no josh. it was 
whatever whatever the dude she didn't end up choosing was literally the hottest the smartest the most emotionally articulate and grounded person on the entire show like she had the whole fucking bag and she turned it down for this guy who then literally dumped her on the world stage for a hundred grand. In, I'm not saying. Ooh, I was gonna say in Sarah's defense, this isn't in her defense because I, she's no. indefensible. She's indefensible. But I will say, I would have also kept Garrett till the end because I am undeniably so sexually attracted to Garrett. He's okay. Thank you, me and Gabby. <laughs> shout out Gabby if you still listen to the pod. Got in a huge argument because I think Garrett is so fucking hot, so fucking hot. And he's she was like, "He's literally ugly. He's a terrible person. He's terrible literally person, a horrible person." But you know he's slinging cock like a god. I just know he is. I actually checked out his Instagram today, and amongst like the five lines of description is the phrase "faith in God." <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my diaphragm. <laughs> um, FY Island, incredible. It's gaslighting women, the TV it's show. It's gaslight Olympics. It's fucking insane. Highly. Wait, I hold can't... on, hold on, hold on. We were going to argue this, and we're saving this for the pod. Reese thinks Garrett deserves the $100,000. Yes, he just, okay, so if you haven't watched it, fast forward about a minute, because I'm going to totally spoil the end here. So the whole premise is like you the if the girls choose the nice guy, right? They have already agreed they're going to split the winnings 50-50 yes. and to start their relationship. Like that is literally the contractual agreement. Whereas if they choose the F boys, one of the fuck boys, those men then have full agency to decide if they're going to share the winnings or walk away with $100,000. And so when Sarah chooses this fuck boy, he says He's like, this was all a giant game. I don't see a relationship with you outside of it. I'm taking the $100,000. And let me fucking tell you, he's right. He put on a fi- he put on a six-figure performance, okay? And he did it for 10 fucking weeks. And he tricked her. That was literally the game. It's literally a game. Like, he's a horrible person. He's absolutely deplorable. I wish the worst for him. He still should have gotten that 100K. I disagree. Oh, because cavi like important at the end of the show, they were like, "Well, we don't think F boys deserve money, so we're taking your hundred k." And Sarah gets to choose what charity it goes to, which like talk about ending up eating at the fucking chum bucket. Like poor Sarah's literally sitting there alone, fifth wheeling <laughs> with these bitches who are like happily with their partners, and she's like, "Look at all this money I don't get." But get to choose where it goes in like a desperate plea for my humanity. Now here's the thing. I don't think we should be rewarding that kind of behavior. And I think the show proved he was point. At, oh, what point? He was asked to come onto the show to, to do that. Like, that's literally why he was cast. That's, like, what they were looking for. He made incredible television. Like, whatever. Like... I don't think he deserved the money. I think it should have gone to charity. But, I'm glad like, it did. I'm sorry. Nobody who has money deserves it. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> like we had one billionaire before the pandemic, 100 billionaire before the pandemic, and now we have 10. Literally, the money does not function on questions of No, if money is whatever, worth, but I like moral think worth. The morality of the whole thing, I don't think he deserved it. Whatever. We can agree to disagree. Um, moving on to gas in the bedroom. We're just going to knock this one out really quick queefs and farts are all queefs farts or are all farts queefs and are queefs transphobic okay yes like you have to be a no that's what it is farts can be queefs because like air gets caught in your right. pussy if you're trans and you're getting your pussy fucked and you fart all over that dick you're queefing you're queefing that's, that's your pussy queef. that's your pussy because and you're a, queefing I, a fart is internal a fart is the gas that's like Right, exactly, and if you're pushing, that's the distinction. If you're put so, so so like gay men who bottom can queef. Absolutely, yeah. So queef inclusivity. If you are getting air pushed into your puss, and it's coming out, it's a queef. Oh my god! And if you don't believe that, you're a fucking turf. If you don't believe that, you're a fucking turf. You're already here first, baby girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Our second note on that is medic slash doctor kinks. Our colonoscopy's hot. <laughs> you know what? This is a little 
upsetting because <laughs> I've had a number of colonoscopies in my life as somebody with Crohn's disease. I'm but sorry. Is this triggering for you? It's honestly triggering for me as it is like my gastroenterologist, Dr. Wolf, if you're listening, so <laughs> hot. He's no, so hot. And no, we have no. such chemistry. We have such electric chemistry. Do you see this chemistry pre or post op? Is it like while you're shitting out the camera? Is I will it like- say this. This is the thing. My first colonoscopy with him, when he was describing what was going on in my intestines, wink. Um, <laughs> he was Does like, his dick reach that far? Your rectum, pristine. Hot. What a hot thing for him to say to me. And then he told me my small intestine was a minefield, and that's where my Crohn's lies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If anybody's wondering, oh, shit, my laptop's about to die. That's fine. Here, I'm going to rotate mine. Um, speaking. Oh, no, it's done. I'm recording on the laptop. Oh. Yeah, so we're going to have to hit. No, don't pause. Just I'm not going to pause. Get your charger. I'm going to say, we have gas in the. Hold on. Okay, get to the next topic while I run to get my charger. Okay, I'm going to soliloquy about this one um, <laughs> while Jeep gets her charger. Um, speaking of cameras in buttholes, I recently discovered, it actually wasn't that recent, but I've recently rediscovered this kind of, por- this like dick inside butt porn. That's not the best Google search for it, but luckily I have provided you all a link in the description of this episode. It's like oddly surgical in that it's like literally a camera inside someone's rectum, like above where the penis is like fully hitting, like recording like dead on like bird's eye view from inside the butthole, like the penis coming in and out until it comes. And like, I found the whole thing like weirdly surgical, but Jeep, who is now back, great effort. Thank you. Um, <laughs> if there was like an Olympics, for, a T Olympics for getting your charger for your podcast, you would get the gold medal. I'd get the gold medal, baby. And the silver and the bronze. If this you're was the Squid only, Game, we'd be alive. If this was Squid Game, we'd be alive. Whatever that means. Um, no, but Jeep found it hot and sexy. I? I recall you expressly saying that. Yes. If I did, it might have been in jest. So we don't think it's hot. We don't think dick in butt porn from inside the butt is hot. This is the thing about our podcast is we don't just provide you with the clairvoyance you need to traverse your everyday relationships and sexcapades, but we also provide you with top tier internet content that you're not going to find on your own. That's seriously true. (laughs) And so this is exactly one of those moments where you're not going to stumble upon this. We should start... Fourth tea pause. <laughs> we, we need to start like a Patreon or Substack where people pay and it's like a newsletter of like crazy sex content on the internet. Okay, so basically it's a Patreon, but it's a meme account that you have to pay for. You can't post that on anywhere. I know that's what I'm saying. I'm literally saying we're, we, we should develop if, if t- like and subscribe if you think we should develop a super niche like not safe for work meme patreon because we should turn it's not it. memes it's gonna be like internet i mean content. anything can okay. be anything whatever can be art, it's gonna be, can be really well written and have great formatting 100 so 100%. i'm we're literally doing that um anyway that's gas in the bedroom our final topic do we even bother how are we doing on time we uh no i do we'll skip the we'll skip the first part about well we'll talk about it briefly in terms of gassing people up we should end on a high note we should end on a high note gassing people up do we like it honestly yes i love being gassed up i love gassing people up actually oh let's talk about this let's chat let's 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 chat about i guess we are hitting an hour today so i just want to say that like sometimes I don't need you to tell me. (laughs) I just don't need you to tell me. Like, I just don't. Like, sometimes I feel like. Oh, that's actually so true. When I get complimented sometimes, I get complimented in some weird ways. Like, oh, my God, like, you're so pretty, even though it's a wig. Or like, oh, (laughs) you're so pretty. Like, 
blah, 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 blah. Like, oh my God, like you're wearing that much makeup. Like I can't tell, like blah, blah, blah. Or it's like, I, I, I'll get like some weird backhanded compliments that weren't meant to be. Which from, by like, the way, backhanded people. compliments, gaslighting. Gaslighting. I'm just like, hello. Like I, I don't need, like when a cis het white woman is like, I'm gagging for you, faggot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't, we've all seen that back in that clip. Like I don't. I don't need that. Like, no, I this really is don't. actually, this is like an homage to that conversation we had many moons ago on the pod about like when, if you're presenting as a gay man or in my case, just being a gay man, like hooking up with another dude and some white woman comes up to you and it's like, I just want you guys to know you're so cute. Like, yeah, it's like that. It's, it's so obnoxious. That's actually so true. So gassing people up, think before you fucking speak and like, Maybe just like pick your battles, you know. Like if you're gonna say it, really fucking. I mean love it. complimenting people. Like my, I do a lot of like, I'm working on a lot of artwork about the women's restroom and how like that is the place to gas and gas people up. <laughs> like that is the spot for feminine communal care. Like you True. go into that bathroom when you're drunk, and everyone upon everybody is the vibe. Like everybody's friends. Not the V word. Not not the V word. <laughs> <laughs> but like everybody there is there to participate in this act of feminine encouragement. Yeah, if that makes sense. No, it totally does. So it's it's really like gassing people up is all about context, right? It's all about context. It's all about context, and it's all about your fucking word choice. Um, and you know. And you but know what? Like, that's that's how the cookie crumbles, bitch. Yeah. I think we're done. I think we're done. I'm done with this. I like the gay men can't handle human decency note, but we can just start our next episode. Wait with a that. minute. Hold on. Before okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like no. no wait, I didn't. Re- we didn't trash gay men. No. Hold on. Hold on. I do want to talk about that. I didn't see that note. I do want to end on the fact that. Gay men can, and like men in general, can't handle common, especially gay men, cannot handle common human decency. And like that's something when I was dating as a gay person, as like a gay man or whatever, like Mm -hmm. every time I, I'm a very friendly person. Right. I'm super nice. I'm like, no, fuck it. Hold on. I mean, this happens to me still. Like I'll be super nice to somebody, like super nice to a guy. And they'll be like, oh, like, she's coming on to me. Like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Like, she's obsessed with me. It's like, no, babes. I'm just showing you no, they common conflate kindness and gassing up with flirtation. And, you know, there is, like, an interesting maybe theoretical question here about, like, when does kindness become flirting? And, like, you know, how much do we honor, like, individuals' perceptions of, like, what is kindness versus, like, what breaches – like, a, a cert- not breaches because it sounds like – bad but like bleeds into like a certain like level or boundary of intimacy mm-hmm. but gay men can't handle human decency gay men can't you know what? men can't in general and i think really i, I want to know i i want to know viewers listening in viewers who are Viewer. listening <laughs> to this unviewable <laughs> podcast i just want to know <laughs> do you um is this a new york problem and you know what? Just like in therapy where they ask a titillating question and then tell you your time is up, that is it for this episode of Mind the Gape, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I'm Reese. And I'm Jean. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Love you.